a big city life me try forget by pressure na ease up no matter how hard me try big city life him my heart have no base and right now babylon deep on my case Welcome to the resentment list with your hosts Naomi and Ben. It's Sunday afternoon. We are we are here at Ben's apartment and I have just gone through a very traumatic experience and it's only today that I feel like I have come out the other side and I can feel human again. Uh, that traumatic experience was moving house and Ben was privy to the whole situation. Oh, I was privy. What did you do for the move? Um, I had the the audacity to think that I could do, I think, four separate pickups of stuff from people's houses to throw stuff in the tip and it ended up just being an ordeal. I knew that that um, wasn't going to work out, by the way. We did pretty well though, but um, and then I then we also moved Tristan stuff, so it ended up we we stopped at four different houses, went to the tip, then went to your new house, um, and we got to we got to Mum's house and then realised we couldn't lock one, we couldn't open one of the doors, so yeah. it was completely pointless. And then I got back in the car. Tristan went out to in the truck. Tristan went out to go to the toilet. And then I realized, I looked at my phone and it said 3.48 and I suddenly had this realization that the tip closes at four. So we just, Tristan just went straight onto Google Maps. I just turned the truck on, revved it as fuck, like started like cutting corners and like going around the roundabouts hell fast doing like 110 in like this massive truck and like I think we did a wheelie at some stage. Why, like, didn't, you, uh, why didn't you know when it closed? Because I knew, but it didn't, it didn't like factor in. Because we would, you know, when you're just like trying to get a job done, you just do like thing by thing. Um, and you just, you're not thinking time so much as oh, so you knew getting it closed at four. Yeah, but I didn't think about it. And then, um, so it was actually really dangerous. Like, like we nearly crashed at one point. Really? Cause I, I turned a, I turned a oh, corner. Oh, because you were in the truck that you rented yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I rented the truck and I was turning a corner and we hit the curb as we turn the corner and in like a usual car, like it's not that bad, but in a truck, like it could have like thrown off the balance and we easily could have died. So, so what, what was it like? Cause I saw the truck cause he, cause basically the day consists of, I was moving house. I was moving my apartment to a new apartment and Tristan was moving from his apartment to, to our apartment. So basically we moved in together. But meanwhile, Ben was also moving he was taking some stuff to the tip and he thought all right I'm gonna be a good guy I'm gonna hire out a truck so that we can I can move all the stuff that needs to be go to the tip so basically he was taking all the stuff from my house to from Tristan's house and from his house to the tip and maybe get stuff from mum's house to the tip so he was the tip guy but then I also was a bit of a chancer and was like well can you also help Tristan move while I move my house so they were on their own little journey and so in the morning he came to pick Tristan up and I saw his truck arrive and it's like I had heard from the grapevine that Ben's whole personality uh, morphs into one of, uh, how should we say, stereotypical Aussie tradie. Masculinity. Masculine. Like I, that's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man is when I'm behind the wheel Well, I've got to say, when you came through into the street, when you drove into the street and parked that truck... I didn't recognize you. You had an air of capability 
Do I not usually have that? <laughs> of physical capability. You seem like a functional human <laughs> that can actually complete tasks. Well, I mean, not. To, I'm not saying that. Like, I, I mean, okay. You, you don't. You, you're more of a book bookworm, book book smart, book. You know, like you're not really like I wouldn't. I'm not saying you're not capable. It's just you don't usually put out the air of um of tradey kind of what what do I want to say? Yeah, of being Mister Fixer. Yeah, and also I don't care. That's not a value for me at all. But something changes when I'm in that truck. Is I I just want to be that guy. Like I want to be tradey Joe. Well, you were Trady Joe. Yeah. Um, but by the way, you at, you think you and Tristan have had a really weird attitude about me helping Tristan because from my perspective, um, I was just helping. You know, you take you you put three things in the truck, and Tristan put like three things in the truck to take to the tip, and then there was like he had like five boxes to take to your house. And at the end of the day, you guys were like, oh my God, you did us like the biggest favor. And like Tristan bought me lunch with a great um, cacao uh, double shot espresso smoothie from um, Pluck. And uh, and mum transferred me like a hundred dollars. Oh, was that mum? Was yeah. she the mystery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like hit it. She like did some like, <laughs> some like anonymous donation to my account. And um. And then you and Tristan transferred me like 150. So when everything was said and done, oh, and you and you paid for an Uber to get back to Myrie to Mount Lolly. So when everything was said and done, I was paid like 40 bucks an hour to, to just help you out with like five boxes. And you were really apologetic at the end. You're like, I'm sorry, it's such an imposition. I was like, I thought this was just a fair trade. Like <laughs> he helped me out with the tip stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, you did. You did come out all right, didn't you? Yeah, I made money off that, so we might have to, <laughs> we might have to remunerate. Um. Yeah. Well. Um. I just, as I said, it was traumatic. While Ben and Tristan were doing were doing all that, I was orchestrating the move, the furniture from my house, um, and I went with the removalist that Ben went with. He, he, you didn't really recommend it, but you kind of mentioned to me that. You had used. Uh, yeah, what? I warned you. I gave you fair warning. I said they're not very professional. Uh, Declan had a big problem with them. No, but like, I, I thought that they're not moving in the correct uh, posture. Yeah, um, but you, I thought you were happy with them, but you just wanted to let me know what Declan said because he's like more, he's more versed in that area. Declan's well versed. Declan's a jack of all trades, so he he knew he knows how to move stuff. But correctly. you said, but you said to me they didn't damage anything and it was fine. Yeah, no, I was fine. So I didn't go straight to them. I got a couple of quotes and the quotes were huge. Astronomical. Astronomical. Um, and so I kind of was like, oh, I'll find what the quote is for these guys. And I called them up and it was it was quite fair. And then I mess- I called Ben and was like, okay, so what what do you think of these guys? And he told me what Declan had said and said, look, it was fine. I said, but did they damage anything? No. Anyway... But you're more particular about your stuff. Like they could have damaged my stuff, and I wouldn't have even I'm noticed. I'm not. Oh, see, now you say that. I was not particular. <laughs> I wasn't particular. I'm not particular about my stuff. I'm particular about the new floor, and we'll get into my new house. Oh, but I'm not particular. I'm not particular with um, my stuff. It's just my the new floors in my house are bourgeoisie, and they cannot be scratched. So I was worried about that. Um, when these guys rolled in. 
as soon as I saw them, I was like, this is bad news. This is bad news. Like, um, and I started having an anxiety attack. But what was the giveaway that they were bad? Uh, they were they were nice. They were just they were, but it just seemed like they were young students. Yeah. Um, the way they were moving things from my house was um. Yeah. Well, they came in and they kind of did a oh, so you need to move this, this, and this, and that. They just kind of like he the one guy who was like so put out. He was like, I think the woman that I'd spoken to gave him the wrong idea of how much stuff I needed to move, and also the stairs. Oh. Um. So he he had to call the woman the matriarch of the business and say oh you know it was only going to be 20 dollars extra for the stairs but now it was 60 and you know because it's really hard and I was just watching them do things and I was like "Mm," like they just kind of were very cavalier they were like just like throwing things around and um and I was kind of like fuck and I was like so it was just me lucky mum was there and I was like fuck I, I really so I said to them oh look the new house there's like brand new floors and they can't be scratched and he just kind of was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and then this is this was the clincher for me. Um, I, I I still can't believe it happened. Um, he kind of, you know, at the end when everything was packed into the truck, um, the guy that comes up to me and says, hey, we're really hungry. Can you, we're going to order pizza. Can you grab it for me at the new house? And I, I, I'm trying to calculate this all in my brain and I was like, okay, so basically he wants me to pick it up, like they're going to deliver it to the new house and I'm going to give them the money. He said, I'll give you money. And I said, okay. And I'm thinking, why can't they just meet? Yeah. And he said, oh, it's for Mark. Tell It's for Mark. And I said, okay, yeah, great. I'm not going to deny this guy meals. They look really tired. And that's another, this is a resentment. You know, they're looking real tired and fed up with all the stuff they have to move. And I ended up feeling guilty about it. Like they made me feel like I had got them to work for free and then I had so much stuff and I was ruling with an iron fist that by the time they asked me for the pizza, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I should have mentioned. They they did have a similar attitude. I wonder if it was the same guys. Yeah, because they had this thing like that, which you should like. Were they young guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But generally, I feel like customers in the customer service, any kind of customer service, you should have like a kind of can-do attitude. Whereas they they kept asking like, "Oh, is this nearly it? Is this nearly it?" So we do we we don't have to take that stuff, do we? Oh my god, that were the same with me. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it oh, so just, and he actually asked me, he goes, "Can you take those small ones in the car?" No, that's see, yeah. that's why I when you told me about this pizza situation, I was like fuming because I was like you've you should have had someone there that wasn't as stressed out at you that that could have seen it clearly and be got like no this is not what you do no but that's what i said to mum because mum was there i said i said this uh, anyway i'll tell you the rest of the story no. so i think so basically we get in the car and so the whole time there it's like they're hard done by like i'm feeling like they're hard done by um, I get we get to the new location. He gives me five dollars fifty and says, "So the pizza's on Lake Street in Northbridge. Can you oh go my get God. it?" Now you're working for him. And I was look. I looked at him and I just and I just my heart broke. I was so <laughs> stressed out. I was you know that I had the impending move into this new bourgeoisie for me. Um, normal living for the rest of Perth, but um, no, hold, we got to go. <laughs> um, and I'm thinking these guys are going to scratch the floors, and you know I don't want to seem pedantic, but you know like this is a bond, like it's a bond issue, a bond issue. Um, 
So he gives this money and I go to mum. And so basically to give you a running thing is this new apartment, the apartment that I just left was like kind of pretty shit and like you just had to open the door to get in. Whereas this one has a foyer and you have to buzz it, buzz into the front the front foyer and then you've got to buzz in buzz in on the lift to get up every step of the way so there's, you have a, to so there's a different thing so i have to buzz them in every single way time to get them in so it's it's hard there's sections to go through so anyway so i go to mum and i say mum they've just asked me to get them pizza I yeah. said, and, and i'm i'm fuming and i said to her i said this is unacceptable I said, I just don't want to get them pizza. I'm really resentful about this, mum, and I'm about to cry. And she says, oh, Naomi, sometimes you just got to do it. I'm going to go do it for you. And I said, mum, no, this is ridiculous. And she goes, look, they're hungry. Let's just feed them. Sometimes it's easy to do what they want you to do. Anyway. I can't believe that was her reaction. I know. We've got to allow rage from mum. I know, I know. Um, So I said, well, I just want to say no. And she was like, no, no. Anyway, so I give her the remote for the the garage and I go back and say, okay, yep, we're getting you pizza. And they all perk up like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck these guys. Anyway, mum can't get out with the remote that I give her. She needs my remote, but I need the remote to let these guys in. So basically it ca- we cannot do this. It's 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 unintendable. So I go and tell him, I think, oh, fuck. And I'm scared to tell the guy. I'm scared yeah. to tell him that I can't go. You know, I need to facilitate this move. Time is bloody money. Um, the time is ticking. You know, they're paying by, I'm paying them by the hour. I go to them and I say, look, I can't get your pizza, mate. Um, I'm really sorry, but my I need the remote to let you guys in. Um, if my mum goes off with the remote, I can't wait. We're stuck here, you know. And, and aren't they going to be eating this pizza on your dime as well? I know. And then they get, they just start, They he guys sighed and kind of was like, oh, oh my okay. God, this guy. I wish That's I was okay. there. Um, anyway, the move in was worse than the move out. Um, it was just complete reluctance. Um you know, they're, they're just so tired, you know. Um, and I said to them, I said, do you have a move after this? Because they were looking like, oh, the time, it's taking so much time. And I thought, oh, maybe it's their schedule. I said, oh, have you got to move after this? And then he said, no, we're going home. And I was like, well, why the fuck are you complaining the whole time? Like... Yeah, I have no idea. So... They just don't want to work. Because also, <laughs> you moved... They said they're coming between one and two, right? So it's not like it's first thing in the morning. They could have eaten And they beforehand. came at exactly at one. So... Um, yeah, th- and the thing is, is pack your lunch, mate. Pack your fucking lunch. You think ahead. Anyway, I thought I'm going to get the lowdown on these guys. So at first I asked them, so is this a hard move? Like between one and ten is it hard? Oh, no, it's all right. It's just those steps are a bit hard. I said, okay. I said, is this your main job? No, no, we just do it on the weekend. And I thought, okay, bingo. That's why this is just a shitty job that your mum – because mum said that she <laughs> – mum – Organized like mum was the one who called for your move, hey. Yeah. And she heard that there was a, she heard a woman. I said, oh, the woman on my on the phone sounded like a mummy kind of woman. Oh, yeah. And I thought so. We reckon there's a matriarch and it's a family that do it for you know it's a family business. And I said to mum, well, imagine if I called the matriarch, which is either his mum, his auntie, or someone, and said, you know, this guy asked me to go get him pizza. He would get fucking scunted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so anyway, that was just completely put me over the edge. Um, and then the next day, and you know that the end of the move where um, where like all the furniture's there, mm. the new place is a complete shit show, and then you've got all the other sh- – the random shit that's still at the other house that you've got to do either that night or the next well, day. this is why it's worth – I think now it's just worth next time you should just pay the big bucks – 
because if you get a good mover, they're going to actually actively be like let's try and move as much stuff as possible because i that's the thing i hate about the movies you just can't do the the trips the trips over the next few days is just impossible so i just think you just shouldn't do it anymore it's not worth it yeah, it's but, too stressful yeah but the quotes that i got for better movers were like 700 dollars yeah, but that's, you know, that's quality, you know. You well, I can't really afford that. So, anyway, um, where am I? So, then, yeah, the next two days, Tristan and I borrowed a car, friend from a car, thank God, a car from a friend and cleaned the rest of his place, well, got all the rest of his shit out of his apartment, the rest of my shit. And then the, the rest of this week, then I had to get, then I had to clean. Anyway, I'm sounding really complaining because, you know, everyone does a fucking move. It's not that big of a deal, but. Um, but that's where I get resentful. It's <laughs> like, I feel like, like uh, people are pretty understanding of, of my move, but, but I felt like um, you, you feel guilty complaining about it. But really, it kind of uprooted my whole life. Oh, it's complete. You, you feel displaced. It's chaos. It's complete chaos. And if you have a certain, um, you know, mental illness or whatever, you know, being a sensitive person that has issues just day to day, it's like putting that in the mix. It's like all your stuff is turned around. Also, you have to go to work, do all your usual tasks, and you have to go at night to clean the old apartment. Um, yeah, it's 24-7 I mean, trigger. And that's another thing. I was thinking about paying a cleaner to do the bond clean. I didn't end up doing it. Paying, I didn't. I just decided, oh, I better do it myself because I've already spent so much money on the fucking um, removalist and whatever. I better just do it myself. And now I'm just regretting it because that's a, just a whole other issue. It's like, did you finish it? Yeah, I finished it. I handed the keys on Friday, but it's like that anxiety of going, was that clean enough? I should have done the blinds. I should have done this. I should have done that. Like, well, this is where I got to go into this because this has really been grinding my gears because I had, I had an inspection, um, my first inspection for my new house on Thursday. And it's the same thing. You feel an inspection or the, the vacate clean. You feel like you're in a police state. Like it's got to feel like you've you've never lived in that house before. And people say, oh no, they're going to understand it's lived in. What, what could they expect? No, they expect it to look like you don't live in it. Oh yeah, you've got to pretend that it's a display home. You've got to eradicate all, um, all remnants of any kind of living, any kind of living, um, and pretend you're a different person. You have to be, yeah. pretend you're a complete different person that um, functions doesn't function in the house and if they do they just sit there with a coaster on the fucking thing and they never they never do anything in the pl- you never shower yeah and the whole time i'm thinking like they're gonna look at this and they're gonna think it's dirty but they should have seen it before i cleaned it how mm. bad it looked then so i feel like you should be able to just provide them before and afters mm. so they actually know how much work you've done but don't they isn't that the property report yeah, but the property report's dodgy as fuck. Oh, yeah, that's another thing I've been meaning to... I got, I got the copy of the fucking property... Oh, and also, just to, to, just to add to the stress of the moving, this week we didn't have hot water in the house. The whole week? No, not the whole week, a few couple of nights. But just to add that the hot water wasn't working. Um, but anyway, we got the property report sent through. And it's interesting, isn't it, that the real estate, it has, um, you know, say, stovetop. In working order, clean, and they just put yes, 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 yes yeah, to they, everything. They cook the books There's on not that one report. no. There's not one no. And you, you're the one who has to go through the whole sheet and, you and have make to do sure. Twice. Yes, you have to copy it. You have to mark down the exact thing. The amount of things they miss on there, and do, for your one, do they have the pictures of each thing? 
Mm, yeah. When they did the pictures for mine, all the pictures were in low light. Of all course. the pictures were dark. Of course. So it didn't show any of the imperfections. So you've seen my bathroom around the toilet. It's all, all the tiles are like rusted and stuff. That's not in the picture at no. all. It looks like a brand new bathroom no, in a bloody they, picture. I think they do um, Photoshop. There's some on Photoshopping it. <laughs> there. There's <laughs> some airbrushing. Well, there's some touch up. We've gone. We've, we've gone through. <laughs> it's like bloody Instagram models. Yeah, yeah, we've gone through this, and we, we they faced you. <laughs> uh, we we've gone through this with the rental. There are corrupt people. It's confirmed. There are bad people. We confirmed um, that. But I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I got to tell you something is is actually I'm quite happy with them at the moment because I got to show you what I got. What? What I got home to on from Thursday night. Oh. Have a look at that. What does that say? Oh, that's cute. Thank you for a great inspection. And what what box is ticked up the top? Immaculate. Immaculate. So they said my house was immaculate. So as you know, I have no internal source of self-esteem, so I get it from external stuff, and I come back to a note saying that my house is immaculate. You shouldn't so I'm sky high, top of the world right now. <laughs> he just threw the thing out. I just like threw I'm it. Gonna... I'm loving life. Yeah, you should, um, you should frame that puppy and put it on your bedside table. Yeah, and, now, and the good thing about that is because they actually gave me, I love, as everyone knows, I love to be given a score. Mm. Because then I know where I'm at. My other apartment, they never gave me a score. They were just like, yeah, they didn't. Actually, they didn't say anything. They did inspections. They just mm. left like the the little note. Um, but now they got the score. I know the standard. I have to keep it up to. I just so get a business card thrown in. My yeah, you just. Get the I just get card. the business card on the counter with nothing, and then a week later, I get their little fucking notes. But see, I, I I'm with LJ Hook, and the thing with LJ Hook is. Um, they this is the thing that i like about big business is they have they've really um they've really oiled the the engine and it's very pristine what they've got they've they've nailed the system in that um they they've worked out how to how to do a really uh efficient inspection really quick um they've given me a score and do you know what else they gave me two mentos that's fucking They've amazing. left some two mentors. That's amazing. But what's funny about the um what's funny about the big businesses is like with their customer service, little customer service things like giving you Mentos, there's no real connection to the business at all. Like it doesn't make sense to just give someone Mentos after an inspection. Like mm. there's no real connect there. No, but it's like kind of like client relations. Like I think what you mean is that they have enough money that they can invest in ways to make their clients and their um or their tenants and their property their property owners feel good whereas yeah, the lower ones they, they they're just like trying to like mate and they're so make shit. ends meet yeah yeah but what did you think i heard that you had some notes on my new house because i'm moving yeah. up in the world yeah well i have to say um like i think it's donald draper where you live now it's like it's like a madison avenue apartment no, where you're not. living it's not i feel like it's the kind of place um like i would feel i would hold my head higher if I lived I in your apartment. I do hold my head higher. Like you've, you've arrived. I feel like I've arrived and I'm borrowing my friend's car, my, my friend's full drive. So I've been driving in because I've got a car park at this new place undercover. I have my remote and I press the remote and the, 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 there's, a, there's a garage. Yeah. Before it was like a car yard. We basically, you basically just like smashed your car in and like it was, it was there for all the weather and the, the, the junkies to, you know. I was living in like a trash pit before. And, and. The separate storage facility? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So- <laughs> the luxury. 
<laughs> yeah, so I've been I've been pressing the remote for the garage door. That slides up. I shimmy the fucking four wheel drive into oh, the. Oh, you've been shimmying. <laughs> four wheel drive into my designated parking spot. Desiree. And then I get in and I just oh my door has a remote control to lock it like my front door. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my if god. If I come out through the street, if I wander through the Perth streets, I just press the remote to open the uh, the foyer doors, and then I walk in, get the lift, press the remote to get the lift up, um, and oh, also got a dishwasher. I didn't buy it, but you know we've slagged dishwashers off in previous episodes. This one comes with a dishwasher and a dryer washer. Yeah, Omi's become everything she's hated now. She's really truly in the one percent. She used to be a bit of a, a bit of a slum like me. I was a slum dog. Um, you're a slum dog millionaire. Um, but uh, but the thing, the problem with it is, um, I gotta find my note for what I was gonna say. Well, the only reason that I'm able to live in this better establishment is because. Like everyone, I've joined forces with my partner, so uh, we're paying joined forces because we've so we're paying. He's an ally instead so of an enemy. So we've so we've so we we're paying the same amount as we were paying in our separate apartments, but yeah. we've just put that money together. So instead of you know instead of a normal person going, you know what, I'm going to get a place that's cheaper so that we're actually saving money on rent. We're just, we were just like, oh, well, we may as well pay the same. Yeah, that's good because you know what you. You have to. I don't know where what the actual saying is, but if you you need your outside to show you how to feel on the inside, you know what I mean. Like, if I you, don't know if that's spiritually sound. If but. you no, but I mean, like, it's just that thing of if you buy nice things, you'll feel nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get it. I do feel um, more. I think Tristan said this and I think he said it well is I feel I feel like a proper human in that place yeah I have been smashing because I haven't had a washing machine like I you know I used to go to Bank West to get my one dollar coins and the woman would go <laughs> what are these for and I said oh they're for the laundromat <laughs> really you've got to go to the laundromat she was a one percenter yeah and it's just like yeah okay I'm I'm over 30 and I'm going to the laundromat like that's the kind of gal I am um, but now it's like I'm smashing the, I'm smashing the laundry. I'm doing t- two laundry loads a day. I'm fucking doing – I'm smashing – I've gone high as a kite with this dishwasher. I'm pressing play on that thing. I'm washing everything. Um, Within the course of a week, you've become a completely different person and I don't know if I like it. Um, what were you – so what, what, what were you like? Because you, you, Ben kind of walked in like with awe. He was kind of like, what is this place? Because it's not us, home. Like we're talking about the class aspirations things. It doesn't fit our personality and I just feel like there, it's going to be like a great Gatsby situation. Like the other thing I was picturing is now that you have no material problems – you and it's going to ruin your relationship with Tristan. Like I just, as soon as I walked in there, I just pictured you like just, just shaking your wine glass going, yeah, bet your secretary likes that suit, Tristan. Like, like it's yeah, just going to turn into like a ruined marriage. But where like. did you want me to live? Like, do you want me to keep slumming it around? Yeah, because that's what we are. We're trash and we have to accept that we're trash. No, I still know I'm trash. I don't need a, ha- a bad hat. And, and by the way, that place is not... That was the shitter place than the other one that oh, I was going to get. Oh, how about when we when we got off on the wrong floor and there was that courtyard? Yeah. That massive <laughs> courtyard. Yeah. Omi, the floor below Omi is like the bloody... The Marriott. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the Marriott Hotel. Yeah, I also have air conditioning. Oh, my God. Um, 
Oh, but, and the storeroom is like a whole other room. But you know how you said um, that uh, you're like, oh, you're welcome to come over whenever you want when you're like feeling down or something. I'm totally going to take you up on that because that that I feel like that place can can lift me up where I belong. Well, to be honest, it's not really furnished in the way that um that lifts you up at the moment. It's a bit bare bone. But it doesn't matter. It's just so nice. Well, where Tristan's nice. come from, it's like he was in a Soviet. Like his his last place was like Soviet. Yeah, but I think my apartment's pretty Soviet and I like it. Yeah, but, it. I mean, Tristan's was another level. I like... Oh, Tristan's had... The, His the, was minimalist. The clientele were not great at Tristan's Yeah, well, place. apparently that one's going even more downhill. But my place is going even more downhill. Like, my place... I went there to pick up some mail the other day and it was... It was dark, dark times. Oh, I heard you... The crack sex you, was bad. Did you get any intel on the crack sex? Yeah, so, um... I actually had a neighbour ca- uh, call in. Yeah. Um... And I didn't know that he listened to the podcast at all. Um, yeah, which is always going to be awkward. Because we're, we're, not, we're not friends, really. He's just my neighbour and I see him time to time. But um, he messaged me and said, look, I just listened. I just heard your um, – or he commented on a Facebook thing and said, look, I just heard your podcast. Um, and, yeah, I'm concerned about the noise too. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of blow-ins coming in and out. I don't know what's going on. And, he's, and now he's been motivated by the move – and he's getting the fuck out of there. Oh, that's good. Because um, the crack sex, uh, apparently there's a, there's mental health issues. Um, he doesn't know about the drug issues. Um, but yeah, so, that so that's one, gone that downhill. One, um, that one tenant, was is he talking about her? The crack, yeah. With the mental health. Yeah, he's, he, yeah. he says that there's um, confirmed. But apparently she's got a link to one of the rent, the real estate agents. That oh, she's so a friend of a friend of the real... Yeah, so there's... The place is just going... There seems to be eras in apartment um, blocks. Um, yeah. Tristan actually ran into a tent to one of his neighbours that he hadn't spoken to before at his uh, place of work and... Um, she said, oh, you live you live at my thing. And he said, oh, I'm just moving out. And she said, oh, yeah, well, we, we've been there for eight years. And when we moved in, it was like basically a crack den. It was so bad, but it's really moved up. So he, he became he, – he got there at the height of its kind of um, – Infamy. Yeah. Um, he, he got there when it was quite, kind of like quite um, down to earth and nice. Yeah. Um, but apparently it's turning again. So he got out of the nick of time. And I'm still trying to work out the people that are living in my apartment, um, what, what, what kind of people are there. Do you know, I think you'll just never see them. I think you've, you've moved up into the world where it's like it's very cloistered um, and you're – your, there's no sense of community there. Yeah, and, but the um, thing is, that, do you know you're what's great? Start drinking again. But no, I'm not. Do you know what they're so good about that place? What? Is it's like um, a waste, and it's, it's like an oasis around dirt because that, that, that was really bad. But um, there, we're surrounded by brothels. Um, we've got an organised crime unit. It's a real sordid area. It's sordid there, isn't area. It? Where we we've got this. Po- it's like it's weird. It's because when you walk into the apartment, you're like, oh, this is really nice. But when you walk out, it's just like there's drug addicts everywhere. Um, it's really urban and industrial. Yeah. Um, but like, it's like you're at the forefront of the gentrification of that area. Yeah, but I don't think that place is ever gonna. Like it's not I don't think it's a place That's either gentrified Or not gentrified It's not going to get Fully it's gentrified not, It's not a place that can Because it's just yeah. I don't know how to describe it Because they got There's a stadium nearby and Yeah yeah there's yeah, a, yeah There's yeah. a couple of little yeah. Industries and stuff Like it's just It's 
it's a bit of an odd place. And and we all know, we've all been to those. There's a lot of places in Perth that you just cross one street over. It's not necessarily dodgy. It's just suddenly you're in a ghost town. Mm. And so Omi's living in that part of East Perth where you just find yourself and you're like, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable here. Um, but the apartment's great. And one thing I love about it as well is the new potential dynamic that can happen because... I love attention and I love, and I think in this new apartment, I'm going to feel like the center of attention because I can go there and you and Tristan might be sick of each other. So you will lavish attention onto me and I'll help like diffuse the tension of but why you do two. You, why will you come to this place and you never fucking came to my other apartment? Was this the same, if not closer by? You never just dropped by. Because we both have, we both give an air of unavailability to each other like let's face it we're we're both like dealing with our demons 24 7 yeah i know but Whereas i feel like with the new dynamic it's like if you if you're having a demon day then i can just say hello to tristan if tristan's having a demon day i just say hello to you like i feel like it's more comfortable oh, okay so basically because tristan's in the mix it's better not just because of Tristan, just because whenever you have a dynamic of three you can kind of bounce off a little bit more it's mm. not as intense as like the two yeah, okay. Um, well, where are we at? Should we do the resentments? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I mean, not resentments, to read out. Because we've got an email. We got a new email. Yeah, in. let's read an email. All right, so I got we got an email um, at the resentment list at gmail.com in case you want to get in it. Um, the It's from Adam um, and the title is Random Resentment for Yous. Okay. And there's a picture of a car with a dent in it. Can I see the picture? Oh, fuck. So it's about a car. Yeah. Hey, guys. Great work on the podcast. It's quite enjoyable hearing about slot the slot of the shitness in around and around Perth. Anyway, don't know if this counts or not. But how about the spineless scum that did this type of shit to other to, do does this type of shit to other people's property without taking responsibility or leaving a note or whatever? I go to Coburn Central. Well, there's your number one problem for twenty dollars yeah. worth of Mexican food and leave with hundreds of dollars in panel repairs because some fuckwit can't check their surroundings before opening a fucking door. Oh my god! Cunts. Cheers, Adam. Yeah, I feel like that. Perth is a very hit and run mentality. Yeah, I feel like this happens a lot. Yeah, does it happen a lot? Oh, I don't really know. I'm just saying that. Well, uh. I have heard it happen and I just – I've got a few things to say about this. One is I'm not surprised it happened at Coburn Central. I feel like there would be more scum. I know the place. I've My mum's lived around there before. Um, I feel like there's more scum in that area um, that would have no um, guilt in doing I feel that. like you're way too harsh on Coburn. Like it's fine. No, it's It's not. just like young families and stuff. It's mm, not that dodgy. Yeah, but there's a lot of FIFO people that just don't give a fuck. Oh, there's plenty there. Yeah, it's, it's, like right, it's rife with there's fife. There's a lot of drunks, yeah. Yeah. Um, and secondly, um, I don't understand like the guilt factor. Like guilt eats me up. If I do one thing wrong, I hate myself for the rest of the day. I would lose sleep over that. And I don't necessarily believe in karma, but... If I did a hit and run, I feel like I would th- I'd feel like something bad was going to happen to me any like at any moment. So I don't understand that mentality of not of not leaving a note and well, how I you live I with did, that. I did one. What? I'll tell you about this. Oh my god. I think I did one. What? I'm not completely sure. 
one time I borrowed um mum's car and um and I was driving on like you know in East Fremantle like those streets that run off George Street where like the the streets are really narrow and there's cars parked on the side of the road Mm -mm. I feel like from what I heard I didn't see anything I feel like I clipped someone's mirror as I was driving and I tell you why you hit and run is because you get filled with panic and you just like I got, I got to go. But I can't deal with this. Did you clip it so but that then, it went? So it went. You know how those the mirrors go in and out, and yeah. you can put. Did it just go flick back in, or did you actually? I, I it don't off? know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't see anything. I just heard it. Yeah, but that's but then, different. So I, I hit and run, and then I took the car back to Mum's house because she had to take it. And then I was racked with so much guilt that I actually caught the bus to that place oh, that's nice. walked up and down the street looking for anyone's mirror that was damaged and I was going to leave my number on a note and I couldn't find the car and and that's just stayed with me is that really true that's really true wow and uh but I never found the car and I just feel like that karma is going to come back Look, to me I've got a, something to admit yeah what I've oh, done a couple shit. of door ones you killed a cat no I, I've done a couple of door ones um not dense like the picture that um, Adam showed. Um, that's like a huge panel, as he said. It's a panel beating situation. Mm. But I've done a few accidentally open my door and it's like scratched it and there's a bit of scratch and I kind of look at it and I'm like, Ugh. but it's kind of not. They won't really notice it. Um, and, it, you know, they can probably buff it out. So that kind of well, thing. Well, I did one where I, because um, I used to be like a, well, still am probably a pretty bad driver, um, a worse parker. And that, that, do you know the worst car park is uh, that one at Queensgate? Mm. That um, the uh, the orange, blue, and yellow one, and it has oh, like those yeah, massive yeah. the massive bollards yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. like always feel like you're going to hit a bollard. Yeah. So I, I overcompensated, and instead of hitting the bollard, I I kind of um, scratched someone's car on the left side, and I left them a note. But I feel like they were a great person because they never they never rang. They just thought, oh, you know, How it's much just a scratch. Don't worry about it. Oh, just a scratch. Just yeah. a scratch. I think we all done a few scratches in our time, but um, the amount of damage this person's done to Adam's car is just not acceptable. It's egregious. Um, and you know, I would like to say, whoever you are out there, um, shame on you, shame on you, shame, shame. Um, but you know, he probably is a FIFO worker that, um, doesn't give a shit about anyone. Um, so, you know, whatever. Sorry that happened to you, Adam. Thank you for emailing in. Um, keep them coming guys. We love hearing from you. Um, and we love hearing from people that we haven't heard for, um, Adam, I probably haven't seen in 10 years and he's yeah. come out of the woodwork to There's send so an email. There's so many people being coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. So come out of the woodwork. If you're listening to this and, um, you know, we knew you or we were a friend of a friend or whoever, come out. Because I've heard there's a few people that want to email in, but they don't, they, they haven't, so do it. Um, and, yeah, we will love you and leave you. Do you have a recommendation, Ben, for this week? No, I have a gratitude, though. What? Uh, I'm I'm loving watching the Fremantle Dockers at the moment. And um, just just watching people come together as a team to to work towards a common goal is just a really positive thing to see and um it just makes me feel good about the world so um that's lovely yeah it's good you are you gratitude? hungover today oh i'm hungover baby you're so positive i for went being i went hard as a bloody uh boat last night 
yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of anything so I'm uh, over. Gratitude. Fuck, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually feeling good today. As I said, I've... It's been a rough fucking week. Um, You've really changed the outfit stakes as well. Omi's wearing corduroy pants, a black turtleneck, and then a patterned corduroy jacket and some some kind of trinket around her neck. And it's really um she's really changed she's really changed with this new apartment. It's Oh, here uh, we uh, go. Yeah, it's He just um, thinks I'm like this one percenter now. She's turned into some kind of widower. The first like thing a, he said to me when we got in the lift when I buzzed in was like, You're a one percent what did you say? You're a one percenter. Yeah. A, I can't remember you I says, think she's a liberal voter now. Oh get fucked. All right guys. Um I hope you have a very good week. Um the week coming up. You'll probably be listening to this tomorrow. So, um, what is it? June 15th. No, 16th. 17th. So, whatever. We hope you have a, an amazing week. Um, and if Stay got, out of the rain. Stay out of the rain. Um, and, yeah, survive Perth weather because it's blustering outside. Um, and give us a review and, and tell your friends and do things on social media. And make us feel good. Give us some dopamine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love us. Love us. Bye. Bye.